Welcome to the Fit Strength Podcast, where you will be informed, educated, and empowered in order to take charge and take action so you can reach your athletic and or fitness goals. The only way for you to get stronger, faster, and better conditioned is to be consistent every day, all year long, doing things that will ensure your mind and body is strong and resilient. If you're ready to make changes, then let's go. What's going on, everyone? This is Mark Bruce, your host with the Fit Strain Performance Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about training. We're going to be very general, and we're just going to identify what is training. And this is, and, I, and I'm hoping with this conversation, you can start to understand, you know, what it is, you know, we do at Fit Strain Performance, but also what training is. Um, you know, I've worked, I've been doing this for 10 years. I've worked with, you know, over, you know, I say 500, you know, 500 athletes and adults, but you know, it's been with all the groups and all the, the camps, you know, it's been over a thousand athletes, um, from a one-on-one perspective, semi-private, small group, large group, you know, I've worked with tons and tons of athletes and adults. Um, and I've had a lot of conversations and I, and I see and I, and, I, and I see a lot of misconceptions about what training is versus what working out is. I think there's a lot of people that work out, um, but I don't know about people that train. I always like to see the people that come to our gym, they're training. So how, what's the difference? And I'm sure you're wondering. So when you, when you think of working out, working out is just working out. You, you, you carve out 45 minutes to 60 minutes and you exercise you know you pick some exercises you throw them together you're moving for 45 minutes to 60 minutes or even in, in 90 minutes depending on you know how much time you have you get a sweat you might feel sore the next day and then you know the same thing happens the next day or three times a week five times a week six times a week you know maybe you do yoga twice a week and then you do a pilates class once a week and then you go for a run once a week and maybe you're playing hoops twice a week and then you're lifting two or three times a week or every week is a little bit different so that's exercise and that's working out there's nothing wrong with that you know a lot of people will see some results if you you know if if you're someone that hasn't been working out for a long time and you just start doing this stuff you know and your goal is to lose weight or get stronger yeah you could lose weight and get stronger um so what's the difference you know so the difference is training is establishing a goal establishing a baseline and then developing a plan so you establish you identify you develop and then you then you apply it so when when you train you first are going to figure out what what am i trying to do what are you trying to uh achieve do you want to lose weight do you want to get stronger are you an athlete and you want to get faster jump higher um you know some athletes you know college athletes it's like listen my coach said when i get back i need to be able to bench press 185 pounds i need to be able to squat twice my body weight i need to be able to do a hand clean so you know right that's a goal that's a plan and that's fine you know will that make you run faster jump higher you know i don't know but if your coach says this is what you have to do or I'm going to think that you were lazy all summer, then, hey, that's what you have to do. And hopefully your coach will realize maybe this wasn't effective to improve your performance. And then next, 
You know, you have to identify where you are at today. Injury history, how you move, what are your asymmetries? You know, do you have bad ankle mobility in the left side versus the right side? Do you have more, you know, external rotation at the hip on the left or right side? Are you lacking in internal rotation of the hip? Elbow injuries, you know, what, what are your movement flaws? What exercises will be good for you? And then where are you going to go from, you know, the first week to the 12th week, whatever it might be. And then you need to develop that plan and then see it through each week, each phase, and then have something to build off of. So from in, in my world and a lot of other coaches that I've researched, had conversations with, right, your first phase is going to be that acclimation, getting reacclimated to the environment. A lot of issues that I see with people who start exercising and working out, they just jump right in. They buy a membership to the Y and they just start going hard and then, you know, hopefully it sticks and you reach your goal. Or you start going to CrossFit, you start going to a boot camp place, you start going to, you know, whatever boot camp because, hey, it's going to hold you accountable, it's going to, you know, get you to reach your goals. Or, you know, you're on an athletic team and your coach is like, hey, we're going to start lifting weights because you need to get stronger. So you should just start going to the weight room two times a week. And it's like, all right, today you're benching and then we're going to do a couple things here. And then tomorrow we're deadlift, you know, and then you just start going there and there's no rhyme or reason. Or you just start putting together your own program and you have a, you know, you have some weights in the basement and you're like, oh, bodybuilding.com said that I should do, you know, chest day, arm day, leg day, back day. Um, cardio, and then rinse, repeat. So the thing is, you need to get your body acclimated to training again. So you have to figure out, where are my movement flaws? What exercise will help me improve those movements? And then what exercises should I prescribe now so I can grow, develop, build? Because if you don't do that, you could get hurt and then you're set back. And that, that's what I see a lot. You know, athletes go into the gym, they try to hit a PR day one, they hurt their back, their knee, their shoulder, and they're out for two weeks, but they've been, but then they play their sport, and it makes it worse, and then it's just continuing the issues. It's, it's just going to continue those nagging aches and pains. So if you develop a program that helps you acclimate, it's like week one is just seeing you know, working on some movement patterns, making sure your body is responding and recovering appropriately. Because if you go in on day one and you are so ridiculously sore that you can't even walk the next day, well, I don't think you're going to work out the next day. I don't think you're going to work out two days later. And if you're an athlete who does it on Monday and you're so sore come Tuesday, but you have practice or a game, you're going to push through practice and then you could be so, so sore come Wednesday that, again, you can't even move and you're so achy, but then you have a skills workout. Then you have another practice and then you're supposed to lift again, but you're just so achy and you don't recover. You're not going to see the adaptations and you don't recover. So that's why, you know, for me, for my first weekers, my athletes who are coming to me for the first week, we might do two sets at an RPE of six or just we might just do five total sets and your fifth set is somewhat challenging but my goal is to see how you respond the next day and when you come in the next session because I really want to see like what can you handle if you're like nah I wasn't too sore well then there I know like all right 
then we can start to build off of that. I know that this is going to work well with your current schedule. For an adult, the same thing goes. So when you are training, you are putting together a program that's going to build off of each other. So for some people, it's like hypertrophy phase one or acclimation phase one, which is building, getting comfortable in the weight room, working on movement patterns, building a tolerance for stress. Week two or phase two, hypertrophy focused. We're going to work on getting bigger. So the sets are going to be different. And same thing, we want to make sure that you're recovering. So we're not doing four sets of eight your first week. We might do two sets of eight, three sets of eight, four sets of eight. Or we're just messing with the percentages. You know, it's like week one is three sets of eight at 60. Week two is three sets of eight at 65. Week three is um, three sets of eight at 70%. And then from there, we go to strength. And then depending on the client, you know, then we may mess around with speed strength. Or we may work on more clusters or wave loading. So we start to build off of that and make it more intense so your body, so we know your body can handle it. But the more intense the training is, the more of an adaptive response you can have. So for athletes, you know, you can't do the big bang movements. You can't really work on those movements that are truly going to help you improve your performance. Granted, for novice athletes, you can do anything for 4, 8, 12 weeks and see results. But the more advanced you get, you need more specific exercises so you can get that, that adaptation, right? So it's called the said principle, specific adaptations to an imposed demand. So for your high-level, high-school, collegiate, professional athletes, you know, they need like maybe five sets of two at 85, 87 and a half, 90 percent. And it might be PAP training, you know, post-activation potentiation training, supersetting with plyometrics. You might need specialized plyos to help you achieve that result of getting two, three, four inches on your vertical, shaving you know a tenth of a second off your flying ten or your forty-yard dash. Um, but you need a plan. You need a training program that's going to help you get, help you achieve that goal versus just going to the gym every single week, three times a week, and doing something random. So there's always so that's the difference. Training is having a plan. So you can perform your best or lose weight and keep it off. Get stronger without getting injured. Training gives you that. Having a program gives you that. Doing stuff randomly every week doesn't really tell you what's working for you. Because you might do something on Monday and then do something on Thursday and then something completely different the following Monday and Thursday. And in a month, you kind of saw results but you don't really know what worked you just did stuff randomly and then a lot of times people get bored and fizzled out because they just don't know what's working even though something is changing but you can tell you can figure out a lot by doing something wrong if you track it because now you know oh well if I stress myself too much I'm not going to get the result that I want so that's going to identify training versus just exercising so for a lot of you out there, if you're still confused with this term, hire someone. Hire a strength and conditioning coach, a performance-oriented coach that's going to guide you through this process so you can achieve your, you can achieve your goal. And that'll make sure that it's a long-lasting, it's a lifestyle, um, and it's going to make sure that you don't get hurt 
and you actually uh, you actually see the results that you want. So that's all I have today. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.